This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Seagull Social, Season 2, Episode 40. I'm of course joined with Ryan and the season is over. Let me quickly say this before I go into more of that with you, Ryan. Highest finish, most wins, fewest defeats, most goals, fewest goals conceded, most away wins and back-to-back successive home wins to Man United and West Ham. Seven goals scored. Thanks, Andy Nelly, for the stats. Ryan, what a fucking brilliant way to end the season. Record-breaking ninth-place finish. Record-breaking 51 points. Record-breaking finish above Crystal Palace. Record-breaking best away days. Record-breaking 4 0 win over Manchester United. Record-breakingly brilliant, Ben. Record-breakingly brilliant. And also, even more record-breakingly brilliant when we talk about Palace. We, we finished ninth. They've never finished ninth. And we've done that in five seasons. They've been in the Premier League for like the past they haven't nine finished seasons. Wow. They've never finished ninth. And they've never hit 50 points either. And we've obviously hit 50 points. Wow. The most they got is 49 points. So we've done Pretty that in five seasons that. and they haven't even done that in the nine seasons or whatever they've been wow. in the Prem. So cheers, Palace. Uh, so you, <laughs> you can say mind the gap and we've never finished above you, but it didn't take we've, us that long to, to, to uh, beat your record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing, right? People, all the Palace fans are going to be like, oh, it's so cringe or whatever. But they've been celebrating it literally like every year. So, you know, if the one time we're going to do it, they can't call us cringe. They've been doing it for the exactly. last five. So. Yes, what a day, mate. What a day it was. I mean, I've got to be honest, right? I'll start off the game if you want, because I thought first half, we weren't at it at all. And I put a tweet on saying that we weren't we weren't performing well. By we started standards. well, though, I feel. Started, I feel yeah, we, started, we had the first yeah. sort of 15, 10, 15 minutes. Um, yeah, but then that's, that Caicedo sort of, chance, that was probably the peak of that kind of Yeah, Caicedo had a decent effort. Other than that, though, we didn't do too much. I mean, we had little parts where we played such lovely football, a bit like how we did against Man United. Um, I did feel like we missed Trossard probably in that first half. I don't know what's, what's going on with him, seeing him where he is. I don't know. Please yeah, don't leave, don't Leo. Know. Please. <laughs> don't go. Um, if you're obviously watching could, this, which I you are, could. please don't. Um, which is probably yeah, the... So. Uh, which is probably the negative of the day, but hopefully not. But anyway, we, we won't go to negatives yet. Because, yeah, um, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. First, first half first half was good. Uh, first, sorry, first half was meh. Second half was good. Uh, we came back into it completely. Because I thought, uh, first half, Declan Rice had us on toast for a bit of it. I thought he really controlled the game. Um, and it was really weird to see, obviously, um, Mope came on for Basuma at half time, which was a big call. Because particularly Such when a you massive got, call. 
when you've got yeah one of the best midfielders in the league playing against you, uh, who can literally take apart most midfields on his on his best days. To take off our best midfielder to bring on a striker was yeah, you know a striker off form as well was a big big call from Graham Potter. But obviously before we get onto it, I'll talk a bit. You know you can talk a bit about Antonio's goal because. Yeah, um, I believe there was a foul. I didn't see it, but did you see it? <laughs> I didn't see it like classic Arsenal that is. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was. It was pretty soft, isn't it? And it's just typical Brighton. We say it a lot, but he. I don't, I don't think he had scored many since New Year's Day. Mm. I think that was only his second goal since New Year's Day. It's just typical. That obviously he does it against yeah. us, but hey, yeah, we won the game anyway. Good goal. But, yeah. To be fair, to be fair. Oh I mate, what a rocket! Now, he's, and he's what yeah. he's a rare breed. He's one of them really really strong strikers. And yeah, I mean, like, I don't think he pushes Dunk. Dunk's kind of off off balance and maybe he gets like a slight push, but nothing mm. to warrant a foul, in my opinion. Like, if that was given against us, if we scored, I'd be like, what's the really, there's really not much in it. Yeah. It's just a strong strike and got the better of Dunk and then obviously rifles it in the, like, the top bins, like Mate, top that, left corner. I want to know how much finish. power it got behind that shot. How yeah, far was that ball travel? It just nuts. seemed to flash. Like, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it was a mad but strike to be fair. On that kind of foul, and obviously Dunk was fouled. I saw someone tweet at half time. I think they were like, "Can we talk about Lewis Dunk?" I, th- I think they're saying that he might be past it, but no way is he past it, is it? No, surely? No, no. I, I don't get people that slate Dunk. To be honest, I, I see um, a lot of people on Twitter particularly seem to slate. Bhj Harvey. Uh, yeah, and, um, <laughs> and yeah, and someone else as well. I can't remember who it is. To be honest, there's no point in me entertaining it because it's probably just for bites. But yeah, I don't get yeah, why that's, people. That's the thing. That's Say it. Uh, yeah, about. maybe it's just bites. I don't know. Harvey's, Harvey loves a good bite, doesn't he, on Twitter? So, I mean, he, he said that Lamptey was bad. He said that Kukure... No, not Kukure. Who has he said that it was bad? Um, Lalano, he didn't like for ages. Oh, yeah, like yeah. He doesn't like Lamptey, Lallana, yeah. doesn't like... Yeah, so I think he just does a good bite. <laughs> but yeah, no, Dunk. Um, I don't know. I, I can't see how people say that, to be honest. I thought he had a pretty decent game, really. Um, Webster was a bit shaky in parts, but then I think, you know, to expect him when his first start... Uh, I thought he mm. grew into the game though, and him and Dunk have, you know, they have such a good partnership over the, the last yeah, few years. Yeah, it's good to see him back. Um, it was good to see them back next to each other because I said this uh, uh, to well, not just my dad next to me. I think it was a couple of people around me, and we were saying that uh, you know the Webster that came in 2019 was a bit shaky, gave the ball away a lot, um, tried to play out from the back, but you know sometimes got caught out and gave away goals. And even in his own admission, I think he said you know it was uh, a bit of a shock to life in the Premier League. Yeah. To the to the to the Webster we've got now. I mean, obviously he gets injured a fair bit. Uh, he's had his he's had his bad luck along the way, but he's he's really improved as a player, isn't he? Oh, massively. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it is weird because obviously people kind of thought he was kind of finished, and it's it, the only issue with him is his injury record, isn't it? He does keep getting these injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether if he can have a full season without injuries next year, that will be quality. Um, yeah. There'll be a lot right. Yeah. There'll be a lot of. Not riding on that, I doubt he will. But just simply because ever since we've had him, it's always like every three months or so, every two two and a bit months, he always seems to have something wrong. Mm. Um, but yeah, for his sake and obviously for Brian's sake, I really hope he doesn't because he's yeah he's one of one of the best defenders in the league on his day. Mm. I mean, on his day, yeah. It's a bit of a stupid statement, but I don't think it is. Well, um, who was it that said it? Carragher said he was one of the best ball players in the yeah ball playing yeah or the best ball player in the back of England, which I probably would agree with. Uh, his ability to take the ball out from the back is brilliant. Because uh, you, just... you don't like John Stones, do you? Because a lot of people would say it's probably John no. Stones. You don't really like John Stones. Stones, but then again, he gets picked by Pep, so he can't be that bad. I, I just, no. I just don't. I think get... Stones, Stones is good. He is good. He's a decent player. I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't complain if he was in our team now. 
But I think that City fans didn't even rate him about a year and a half ago. And all mm. of a sudden, since the Euros, everyone likes him again. Um, yeah. that seems he's quite a, he's quite it. a likable character. Obviously, this isn't a City podcast, but he seems like a really likable character to have. Yeah, he seems at your right. club, like, especially yeah, in the dressing room. Yeah, to be fair, he does. To be fair. And uh, speaking of yeah. uh, likable characters, though, so we mentioned that the halftime substitution, Basuma comes off. Is that a really anticlimactic? Yeah, that's the word, isn't it? Anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that a really anticlimactic? Oh, yeah. Is that <laughs> is that a really anticlimactic uh, farewell for Basuma? Jesus Christ, he's done so much for us, and I've completely yeah. bottled his farewell there. Do you reckon that was his farewell? Really anticlimactic? I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> anticlimactic. Yeah, I I don't know because he came. In, you know, obviously he did the uh, lap of honor after the game. Yeah. Um, which, to be fair, was a bit anticlimactic. I thought I was a bit bored. Um, mm. Because I, I normally like it, because, you know, when we won the. Uh, we didn't win, actually, did we? But when we got promoted, it was, you know, it was great because everyone's buzzing. Yes, we've had a fantastic season, very, very successful season. But I suppose we haven't, like, won anything or sort of, you know, achieved, like, you know, Europe or something. Then you'd have, like, pitch invasions or something. Mm. So last year, last year's one that. was special, though, wasn't it? Because it was Bruno's yeah, farewell be... and also City lift, lifted last the trophy. Season, that, was, uh, that was about three years ago. Oh, my God. That... Oh, my God, my brain. <laughs> yeah. Last season was when we beat Man Fucking City. Hey, we're well, completely, I've completely disregarded uh, everything that happened in COVID just there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, my COVID God. Just, mate, that was COVID brain right there. Uh, I don't. I'm not even hung over as well. I can't eat. No, mate, it might like, have, like, monkeypox brain or something in the next few years. I went to the little game. I went to the Littlehampton Wembley game oh, yes. while I wasn't at the Amex. Oh, um, yes. Honestly. Not, not the until, best day out in the end, I suppose. But I suppose until kickoff, out. it was unbelievable. Until the yeah, referee yeah. blew the whistle to start the game at Wembley, it was great. But yeah, they ended Mate, up... Mate, Goldie had a mare, didn't he? I don't, I don't know I don't know much about Littlehampton's team, but Goldie well, the, um, had a bit of a mare. Well, like, who was it? So they were called like Newport Pagum or something like that. They scored yeah. an absolute worldie. Like it's, and then you just that way when that goes in, you're just thinking, yeah, that's it's their day, really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think Littlehampton were actually favourites on Sky Bet. Yeah, they were. They were favourites. Yeah. And I kept yeah. I kept seeing Brighton fans on the. Uh, well, to be fair, I saw some of our listeners actually. So shout out to you oh, guys yeah. uh, when I was on the way up there. And then on the way back down, we met some Brighton fans because they were coming back from the game, and they kept mm. saying, "Oh, sorry for your loss." I was like, "Mate, honestly, I don't care. I'm a Bright Brighton fan." And they just kept coming up to yeah, me, yeah. being like, "Oh, yeah, you must be gutted because you've lost in the finals." I was like, "Honestly, mate, I'm a Brighton fan. I'm buzzing that we've won." Um, yeah. But anyway, what were we talking about? Um, oh yeah, being not being hung over. And Basuma. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, I was saying um, he came on the pitch. He doesn't really do his dance as much anymore. He did a little bit in the in front of the north stand, but he didn't really like. You know, he used to come out and really go for it. Uh, you know, I, we could be reading too much into that because you never know. Mm. Speculation. I'm I'm fifty fifty on him whether he'll stay or go. I I think if obviously a well, he won't be going Villa now, will he? Because they've just got that Kamara yeah, guy on free. Kamara. Um, you know, Newcastle maybe United. I don't know whether. Yeah, really it depends. If someone comes in with money, I think he'll go. This is very Mike. Um, what's his name? Michael Owen. I just realised. If someone buys <laughs> buys him, he'll go. If they don't, <laughs> he won't. Ability, he'll go. Um, it's a bit less Michael Owen because it would have to be the, a good a good amount. Of yeah, money. that's what I'm saying. I think if obviously the bids don't come in that sort of reach the valuation, I wouldn't be surprised to see him sign a new deal because I don't think he would. Want to go out on a free? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I, I, I'd we'll probably see. say I think he would be probably more happy to leave on a free. I mean, look at Mbappe like signing on bonus, and you get you get massive signing on bonuses, and you get even more wages when you leave on a free, don't you? Yeah. yeah like Rudiger yeah, signing for Madrid for four hundred fifty k a week or something like that. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's mad. Yeah. No, I would. I I still think Basuma will be out uh, this summer. It just yeah. yeah the destination where he was probably most favourite to go is no longer the place. So whether it be Newcastle. I would. I mean, if you gave me the choice between Villa and Newcastle, I would have picked Newcastle for him because I feel mm. like his career would benefit so much more playing for them. 
I feel like the side, Villa would have been such a sideways step for him. It would have been a bit strange. I know they're, they're going to pump loads club. more money and they're money really just because they want to reach Europe, don't they? But mm. yeah, I think Newcastle was a, would be good for him. Um, the fans would love him. And obviously mm. they're going to be challenging for titles in the next few years. And hopefully he would be part of that if he did leave. But um, yeah. yeah, it's I all left, really isn't see it? anywhere else. That's the go. thing. Like, you know, uh, I think I put a thing on about Kukure and I really hope that isn't also his last game for us. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Obviously, Grosvenor and Welbeck, I think, will renew now. I have that in my head. Obviously, Welbeck come on after the game and said, you know, I'll see you next season. Everyone was like, hey! Uh, but, yeah, yeah I think Kukurea, I hope he doesn't. I just think with the athletic guy putting on that they're confident or it's likely or something like that along them lines. And he was the man. Well, the City, city yeah, the City, are, yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, for God's sake. Um, and that's what makes me think he could be off the City. But I suppose it depends on money again. You know, he won't sell for, for a mm. cheap price. It was um, interesting though because I, I I was watching the City game as well and because um, we ended up going to Box Park after the uh, after Littlehampton game and um, Zinchenko came on I think at half time or something like that and he had a really really good game and I've never seen him play that well but I don't know if it's mm. a coincidence that the Cucurella links have happened and he's thought well I'll really step up my game but yeah. yeah he was he was the difference for City yesterday obviously yeah, yeah. Good in uh, De Bruyne were class as well Mate, but Gundogan's different yeah, he was class. he's just so good but, Maybe, yeah, maybe there is some truth behind it. If Zinchenko's putting in a decent performance like that, it might be because he's worried about losing his place. I do, I do fear for it. I've got to be honest, I do fear for it. And I put it on my Twitter. How can you say no to City if they come in with like a 50 mil bid? Or I know I see some Brighton fans say 70 million, but you've got to be realistic here. He's had one season in the Premier League, and yes, it's Mm. been good. Um, he he had again, he didn't get in the Spanish Spain squad. They might be look at that and say, why? Uh, why not? Uh, why hasn't he been picked again? But yeah, maybe 50, 60 mil would be good. I think yeah. 50, 60, personally. Uh, I don't think 30 is fair at all. Um, but yeah, what I was going to say about him anyway, I, I put a tweet on about him after the game, to which seemed to rattle sort of the older generation of fans on Brighton Twitter. Maybe they read it wrong. Um, they're saying, you know, you're speculating, haven't seen this anywhere, don't know why you're commenting on this. And you know, it's like when I put a tweet on about something, I'm stirring the pot, whereas if anyone else does it, it's fine, which is just ridiculous. We don't know where we got up to. It's been like 15 minutes since we literally just left off. I think we were talking about Cucurella uh, not getting called up to Spain. Imagine if we're really wrong we're talking about something completely so. different. I, th- I feel like I was talking about him leaving. No, so. Yeah, yeah, then it was... And, then, pa- and I yeah. said, uh, oh yeah, and I said about the, the fact that I probably annoyed, I, I somehow annoyed people about saying that I hope it wasn't his last game for us. I don't know how I managed to do that, but yeah, that was <laughs> what I did. Yeah, and then, that's strange. Yeah. And then, yeah, here we are again. So, yeah. Second half. Basically. There's another half of football on, we can talk it. about. Yeah, um, we did actually play a whole game, believe it or not. I we mean, actually I did. Honest, yeah. When we do these uh, podcasts, right, can you please, like, if you're if you're a long-term subscriber, you'll know, right, the, the, this ain't easy. <laughs> Put that meme in, right? This ain't easy. We, we, we go through hell and back half the time of these podcasts for the luck we get. So, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, Ben, you take it away. Second half, let's go. Shout out to the platform we use, though. Um, yeah. Actually, not shout out. Sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes you really screw us over. Better than Zoom, though. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it is better than Zoom. Veltman scored his first goal of the season straight away. What's it, like 55 minutes, maybe? Might be wrong. But, mm. again, great build-up play. Possible at its finest. I think the build-up play was on the left-hand side. Let me silence my phone again. Um, oh, can you mute Mike as well, mate? Because your uh, laptop's yeah. taken off. Yeah. Although it's just me and you talking, so it's just going to be me talking to a muted Ryan right now. But, um, yes, obviously, great build-up play down the left-hand side. Once again, put a ball. Um, Solly marches in the box. I think. He, well, I think Pascal Gross crossed it into Solly, and then Solly passed it to Veltman. Yeah. Who? Yes. Yeah, yeah, gets his first goal of the season, mate. And Fabianski. Yeah, he made a bit of a mistake, but 
how yeah, how much has Veltman deserved that goal from this season? Most underrated player for the club this year, sure. He was he was sure. fantastic again. Like he he um he has a little skill that he loves to do a lot, and I love it. He does a little step over and then backtracks and then comes back again, or has a little touch where he sort of takes it to the outside of his right foot, and it's so sort of basic and simple. It's like one star skills on FIFA, but yeah. it works every time, and it's it's great to watch because I, I love him. I love Veltman. He's just. He's such a pro, isn't he? You know, I, I don't and think the images, can... the images from him celebrating, you could just see it meant so yeah, much. Yeah, he, he finally it. got his he goal. Loves it. Um, I did. I thought it was his first goal for us. I forgot that he scored against Palace actually last season. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. volley wasn't it? I, I, I totally. The game we about don't that. speak about. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the game we don't speak about. I, I completely. It was out of my memory to be honest. It was just completely erased. But um, no, what a man! What a man! What a moment! I'm happy for him. You know, it was such a jammy sort of the way it went in because it went under the goalkeeper it was sort of under his body sort of thing mm. but it's the least he's deserved though the least he's least deserved, deserved. Yeah, and an sure. assist for Solly March as well so shout out Solly he played yeah. pretty well again I think well, I mean Solly again well. every player pretty much played well mm. you could say like eight in a in fact, actually, ben, before we uh, start praising individuals actually I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, we did say about Mopay coming on for Basuma as to how big a move like how bold it was yeah. but I thought Mopay was fantastic yesterday I thought mm. he was Genuinely, the best performance I've seen him play, at least one of them, really? in, a, in a long time. I, I just thought the way he held the ball up, but also he seemed to take players on a little bit. He looked, he just had the confidence. Which he is was unheard really of. winding up. <laughs> yeah, and he was winding up West Ham fans. Yeah, well. yeah and I he saw was he was right doing the score line. He, he was doing that. Yeah, and yeah. He, was, he was doing this as well and sort of a bit of this. It was just great, <laughs> which I, I was a bit scared when he was doing it because they had, they had a free kick literally pretty much. Um, in goal scoring sort of range, mm-hmm. I was a bit like, oh god. But no, to be fair, like Mope was, he changed the game when he came on. I thought, it, you know, instantly as soon as he came on, it was bold to take Basuma off with yeah, bold from Potter for sure. Um, and it was a, it was a portable, a portable masterclass again, bringing on uh, a Mope that's been out of form for so long, and and changed the game. And and since he came on, yeah, Veltman scored, uh, followed up by a fantastic finish from Pascal Gross, oh, who is I mean that that goal was God's quality. Mate. He's the goal. Oh. He is. He's too good. He's too Honestly, good. At the beginning of well, the end of last week, when we thought he was going to be heading off to World of Emirates because it was ninety minute uh, Germany, they they reported that he was uh, in talks to move to the Bundesliga two side World of Bremen, but they're getting promoted. Um, which again, even if that was true, that'd just be such like a such a low level for him. Like he should be mm. at least like European places Bundesliga if he went back there for sure. Like he he was such so good again yesterday. And yeah, he got a goal that he really, really deserves. But even the build-up play for that was like one-touch football around the box. West Ham could not get the ball for love nor money. And yeah, Pascal Gross with like an unbalanced turn on his weaker foot. Rockets in the top left corner where uh, Mikel Antonio played it, uh, scored yeah. it. I yeah, think uh, it was a bit of a mixture between poor goalkeeping and I think it just took him by surprise because it was such a great effort. I think he yeah. took the shot so early. No one expected on his left side. Pascal Gross to ever do that. No, and it, and he sort of just turned and smacked it, and mm. it, it took me by surprise. I did, I was so shocked to see it hit the back of the net. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was it was another. It just felt like that second half. It was just meant to be. We were just we were so good. Uh, we were sort of getting a bit of luck as well. Uh, we rode that. We made we made West Ham look really average second half. I thought uh, they didn't really do a lot to be honest. And, and and for a side that's chasing Europa League, you would expect them to come out mm. with a bit of fight, but. We just—I don't know if they were poor, if we just minimalised them again. But then again, I say this every week now: 
I don't know if they were poor or if we just minimalised them, which must mean we're pretty good. Um, and it's just a shame we went through that such sticky patch between sort of oh, February, March mate, time. I know because we could be so good. Well, even and before that, when it was that eleven game, eleven game. Um, yeah, um, we had a bit run of a without stale. a win. Was it like November yeah. to January? Something like, like that, or yeah, December? Yeah, a bit of a stale once. Yeah, something like God, that. Yeah. It, if we just got a few so more annoying. points from those eleven games, or even yeah. again, like I'll, I'll say, like obviously we've beaten West Ham, we beat Man United at home. If we can carry on this home form into next season mm. and continue the away form this season, mate, there's no reason why we can't push for top yeah. six i know that I sounds crazy been... but if you looked at the points in it and just 51. a few more results yeah just a few more results at home we could yeah we could easily have been yeah. in those places and you and you look at the results as well like you know I, and i'm looking at ifs here which is you know if you're an, if you're a rival fan people are gonna be like oh, you can't look at ifs you look at what happened fine yeah, but w- when it's games like uh sort of leads at home where Easily, easily, easily could have won that on another day. Norwich at home easily could have won that on another day. Now Newcastle these are points here. Well. Newcastle, you, you know, even the um, was it Chelsea game? I think we could have taken something. There was, yeah. there was a few games in there where there was where we really could have taken something. Palace and, again at home. Um, yeah, Gross Arsenal at, at home. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many chances here. That, you know, these are all three points that we're talking about, um, and, and all of these games pretty much we drew. And, you know, the difference between one to three points, I mean, I'll Liverpool have, a look have at it now, had a taster of that as well. You know, one point makes a big difference. Our, our downfall simply came at home this season because away from home, we'd be saying we've had the best season ever. At home, we've we've been a bit hit and miss. When we've been low, we've been really low and been high, been really high. Um, but I feel like the last couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months, has been my personal favourite moments as a Brighton fan. I, 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 I'm saying since the championship, and which is funny because at the beginning of the season, I was a bit like, oh, I'm not really feeling it at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I sort of lost my love for the football a bit, and maybe that came because of other reasons, which I ain't going into now. But I think that, um, I think that now is purely looking on the football pitch, the best moments I think that I've had as a Brighton fan, I've, I've just yeah. been loving it, and and I, don't, I think a lot of the fans sort of agree in that you know the atmosphere at the Amex is a lot better. Uh, the way we celebrated the wins against Manchester United against West Ham were very similar to sort of the scenes we used to see in the Championship. Mm. Um, and it, it feels I hate a bit using more the word because we always say the togetherness. word togetherness. The, the togetherness, yeah, I was just about to say that. It's a old classic buzzword for Brighton, but yeah, you can yeah. you can feel that again around the club. And obviously, it that goes hand in hand with having a really, really good season. But yeah, mm. it's so nice to see. And yeah, it does remind you of those the season where we did come up from the championship. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even though we're like, again, finishing ninth, but, and it's not exactly winning the championship, because if you're winning the championship, we'll come in second, you're winning loads more games. But I think it just feels so much better. Can, fans can see where we can go. And, yeah. and this is what I was saying to my dad yesterday, because he was saying, oh, Caicedo is going to be watched. Oh, Basuma could go. Kukure could go. You know, all these players could go. They're all pretty much a whole squad's being watched because they're all talented in their own rights. Um, you know, like even McAllister wasn't easy to take off Boca Juniors. And I don't know, I, I think that hopefully if there's any sort of morale in the club, which it seems to be at the minute, these players will be looking at each other like, yeah, we are that good. But yeah, we are being watched. But where can we go as a team? You know, where can yeah. this team go? You know, not just individuals. Uh, you know, if you've got all these players that are that good, where can they go, you know, when they're 28 sort of age? You know, who knows? I mean, the sky even, really is the limit, I think. Even next club. season, if they if they all stay, like, imagine if we get, yeah, scenes of Kukurel and Pesuma stay because they are vital. But again, like, look at the table. We, we were five points off of West Ham, so they had a better goal difference. So let's say if yeah. we won two of those home games, 
We're only seven points We could have got Europa Conference League. Yeah. We could have got Europa Conference League. Yeah. It's one of them. It's fine margins. But again, I know I said it last week and people kind of questioned when I said Everton could be a lot better. Maybe they won't finish above us. But again, and we mentioned it already, Villa have already made a big statement in the transfer market already. They will be better next year. Leicester will be better next year. Newcastle, who I failed to mention somehow, will obviously be better next year. Um, so it's going to be an interesting one next season. Uh, but again, it feels like know. the big clubs are coming big again. Uh, yeah, your Villas, Newcastle's, Leeds even could try and bounce back a bit with a bit of money because they are a big club. Um, it's just yeah, the summer's it, vital. We don't, we really cannot become that new club like the Southampton were yeah. a few years ago of the selling club or the feeder club to the bigger yeah. teams of the top six. Or yeah, that's the trouble as well. And, really and, and the, the clubs that. that are coming up, you know, if you've got Forest coming up as well, it's another big club in the Premier League. I hope they do. I really um, can't be. I, I hope no Huddersfield. Do. I really don't want Huddersfield. I don't want Huddersfield. Please. I want to so go boring. Forest away. It's so easy. I mean, at the minute, a, yeah, for I'm, you. I'm 170 miles away from Nottingham yeah. at the minute. But I, I just mean, you know... I just would like to see another big club. And I don't want to sound like those people because I used to take the mick out of those people that said it's good for Leeds to be in the Premier League. It's good. Mm. But, you know, I know we're Brighton and and we're not part of that conversation. No, of course not. But in a way, it is good because, you know, seeing Burnley get relegated, and I do think Burnley will struggle to come back up at all. Mm, The financials Um, are pretty finished. That's if they don't get pitted all the way back down to the League One, to be honest, Mm. because they do look in trouble. Um, I just think it's good because you know the, the away days as well are, are more fun when you've got a bit more of an atmosphere to yeah. to be there at. I, I just think we're, I, I think we're in the conversation of of, of good clubs in the league now. Yeah, um, we do get spoken about so well. Like a lot of the pundits are always saying like how well the clubs run, and again, even match of the day when I was watching it, it's like Ian Wright was saying it's such a well-run club. It's yeah. like they. Without a clinical striker, we finished ninth, and then they were, they were posing the question like, "What if we actually had a clinical striker? Where would we have finished?" We, you could easily argue again, like those five yeah. points off of the Europa Conference League could have been could have been a European season. <laughs> but in the last few games, the last few games, you wouldn't believe that we're looking for a striker. Yeah, would you? I mean, well, really if we had Danny Welbeck fit for the whole yeah. season, he's he's been unbelievable. Imagine if yeah. we've had that Danny Welbeck the whole season. We like, said this last May, didn't we? We said yeah. this. It was literally last May we said about Welbeck because he, he went on a little hot run, didn't he, around April May time? Yeah, that and he scored these. Yeah, he, got, he scored one against Leeds. He scored one against West Ham as well. There was a few goals at the end of the season which he just sort of came up with. He seems to be doing that again this season. It's such a shame that he has those sort of three or four months of just being out of the squad because I just think he's so, so good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we can actually talk about Welbeck now because I just, he, he scored a fantastic header, by the way. That third goal yeah. was an underrated header. It, it reminded me of uh, that game at Leicester at the beginning of the season. Was that, our, was that, was that our first goal from a corner oh, no, since then? Surely not. Since the Leicester game, I feel no, like it. No, because no, I don't think it is. I, I can't, I can't think off the top of my head, but I feel like we. Had oh no! Oh, Everton there. away, Dan Burn. That was a, yeah. Well, that was from a corner. A bit of a flick on, but yeah, yeah, it was a corner. Yeah. I can't remember otherwise. We don't really. Oh, I, I really heard know. a really interesting stat from my cousin yesterday. And now, actually, I'll ask you the question: What percentage of uh, corners go in? Three percent. So like, oh, one percent apparently. Is it? It was three yeah. percent last time I looked. Was it? Yeah. Well, maybe my cousin's wrong. Maybe it's three percent. But yeah, I, was, I don't know. I could be wrong too. I was originally. I was surprised, and I was like, I know that makes sense because imagine all the corners we see in every single yeah. football match. Yeah, you think every club really has like 150 corners over a season, mm. probably on average. And my brother said that United went two seasons out. Oh, I think it was my my other cousin actually said that United went two seasons without scoring a header, uh, without scoring from a corner until this season mm. when they done it. 
It's nuts. Like, yeah, you forget how pretty. Everyone gets excited when it's a corner. You're like, come on, yes, <laughs> yeah. But three times, three times over home, that's one of them going to go in. Yeah, yes, yeah. man. It's never going to yeah. go in. But yeah. sorry, you were talking okay. about Danny Welbeck. Go on, talk about singing. Yeah, praises. well, fantastic header. I, I, I really think it was a fantastic header. Um, he got up really well, you know, and mm. I, and that's not something that we've been able to say really for Brighton players over the last. Probably since Murray retired. We literally have Lewis Dunk. Um, is that, that's kind of our only threat from corners at the moment, yeah. isn't it? He's so strong in the air, which is funny for how he missed that chance at Leeds, which is probably why it was such a yeah. big chance, because you expected that ball to hit the back of the net. But Welbeck's just fantastic. I really like him, I, I, as I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just I can't sing his praises highly enough. I, I feel like it's unfair on him that he had that his reputation got tarnished at Arsenal, because when you watch him play, he is such a workhorse. And... Um, you know, I think he's very skillful as well in what he does. He links up play really well. He starts a lot of counter attacks mm. off. Uh, he, he seems to beat his man quite often, and he has a great first touch on him. Yeah, the I, chance I he created he's... for himself yesterday, he was like playing like he played a one-two, so he gave it to Mark Cucurella. Cucurella first under Gross, and then he, but he made that run straight away through, mm. which is the opportunity where he just Mate, put it wide. Mate, him and Mo were each other all the time. They, they yeah. sort of just doing these little backflips, and they worked every time. And uh, this isn't something that we would have been able to say at the beginning of the season between Mope and, and Danny Welbeck. I hope that that continues next season because I see a lot of people as well questioning whether Mopé could be off in this summer. I saw someone saying that he's off to Marseille, but I, I don't know how true they are. I can't see that happening. Whether it's it's probably that, Will Troll in the I might be wrong. Time. Aren't Nice and Marseille like super like rivals of Milan? Yeah, he might be nice. right. I don't know. Right. Or maybe it's yeah. not Marseille. Uh, Isn't he like a way. Nice fan as well or something? Either yeah, way. yeah. Well, that's where he started his career, didn't he? Yeah. He scored, he scored yeah. like 16 for them. Um, yeah, he did but yeah, honestly, well. if Welbeck can carry on like he is, I don't see why we need to then go get another another striker. But that, again, that's a big if, if he does continue mm. this form. Because imagine yeah. if we have Undav, Mopé, um, Undav, and Welbeck yeah. as the Next three. time we watch Brighton in the Premier League, we could well have Undav yeah, we'll starting have, up. We'll have that guy be flexing on us all the time, mm. which would be class. Mate, it's warm yeah. shit out he'll be. So I can't wait for yeah, him. He, does, he does look a bit of a, a menace, doesn't he? Mm. I, I'm liking it. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Dennis the Menace. Oh, that's great. I love that. There you go. That's the that's the headline. Fully scores his debut in it. Dennis oh, yeah. So Welbs signed the ting. Gross signed the ting, and they look like they will be signing the tings. And well, yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing with that because we yeah. yeah a lot of the Brighton fan base were. You saw a lot of the people that kind of hated on uh, Gross suddenly g- become sad that he was leaving because they remembered yeah. what he can actually do. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Because now that now they're all going to be back to saying how much they hate him. Um, <laughs> yeah, because now he's staying. Oh, actually, can I? Can I? Um, I don't. I don't want to sort of start anything here. But um, North Stand chat messaged me yesterday. And, yeah, um, I saw that. I didn't what understand. Did <laughs> I didn't get their problem. Now I've got no problem with North Stand chat. I didn't. I don't really take much notice of them, to be honest. They, I don't really think anything of it. But yeah, all of a sudden, I was on a walk last night. I looked at my phone. <laughs> North Stand chat had a go at me. I was like. I was like to Chloe, I was like, what's going on? I was like, why are North Strand chat piping up at me? Um, apparently they were unhappy about a tweet I put on uh, saying that it was a failure towards the fact that we had a... Yeah, yeah. We had a really rough about. run. Which at every point, if you quote any Brighton fan at that time, was saying similar. It was just because, mm. I think it was just because it was me. It was that was a very, start, very dark, very dark moment um, for, for Brighton fans during that time. Yeah, and I just thought, this is a bit of a strange one. But what did, what did they um, reply? Did they just reply EH? Isn't it a question mark or something like no, that? Or? No, they had, they had a little pop. I, I, I uh, stopped biting because I, I don't want to argue with people on Twitter anymore. Yeah, I, I, I like what they do, but that was a strange um, thing to, to bring up, strange. especially on the back of one of the greatest you know, achievements yeah. for Brighton we've, in the we've Premier just, League. We've just finished ninth and they're more worried about arguing with me on Twitter. <laughs> I, I just didn't quite understand that one. They, they went all the way back to February to find some old tweets, but... 
Here we are. Anyway, that's, then, not, that's not the point. Speaking on, I don't, I don't want to talk about this too much, just just because you know it's a bit of a dodgy one. But obviously, the fan of Aussie boards. That's why if I you don't know. Some dodgy ones out there. If you don't know, um, myself and Jack, we didn't make it. Unfortunately, um, we didn't get Dying voted. We didn't get voted onto the board. The candidates were voted for by the Brighton fans. Apparently, no, I'm kidding. Um, and yeah, it's just. <laughs> I, I'm only going to say this. It's going to be a really, really uh, political way of me to- saying this. I'm very disappointed that there's no young, rep- no, no young fan representation on the board. Yeah, I agree. Jack was saying that. He, well, sorry if I'm butchering your words, mate, but I think he said there's like no one under under thought uh, under forty on the board. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Some people think it's rigged. I'm not going to say whether it is or it isn't. But <laughs> yeah, it's just disappointing that no, there's no young people. Um, gonna Let's just put this us. out here, right? And I, I fully love the fact that the club try to be so diverse in everything they do. We support the LGBT community really well. Course, yeah. We support uh, the the Bang. racist, the racism community, not the racist community. God, the racism <laughs> community. God, yeah. that was a very different conversation. Okay, this is why we're not part of the board. I've just really <laughs> yeah, this is why we're not part of the board. No, <laughs> let me let me change that. Um, no, they support the whole sort of racism very well. The, the whole taking a knee was really well done. Um, the uh, fireworks on the LGBT thing was really well done. Apparently, they were very good with um, making the whole thing very diverse towards the fan advisory boards as well. They're, they're making sure that, you know, sort of doing all that sort of thing. Represented by everyone, yeah. Anyway, my point is very good for uh, all of those communities individually. But what about the younger community? Yeah, because, Gen Z because or millennials, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I, I think ageism is a thing. You know, you, you look at um, Sky Sports, who obviously got rid of um, all of their lot, pretty much, um, just because they're too old to handle it, really. And I, I do believe that's the case. You know, I think it was Clive Tills who got his job at ITV, wasn't it, or something, mm-hmm. because he was too old. And I, and I just don't think, you know, everyone caused a big fuss about that. It was, you know, you know, you can't be discriminative against them just because they're old, which I agree with. You know, Clive Tills is still one of the best in the game at what he does. Um, and I and I stand stand by what what people were saying. You know, I, I fully agree. But why is it when it's the young people, you're dumb. The, the younger you are, the less you know. That's not true. It, it really isn't true. I mean, Greta Thunberg's out there at like 18 years old, like standing politically <laughs> against like 13. everything environmental. Yeah. So you know, whether you agree with her or not, she obviously knows a lot more about environment than I do. So the point is. The younger you are, the dumber you aren't. I'm, I'm just saying that. I, I don't understand the whole thing towards that because I think, if anything, they should be giving the young people a chance, empowering them, giving them a, giving them a platform because, yeah. you know, the, the world's all social media these days. The young people understand that best, particularly the Gen Zs and sort of your, your mid-20s, even your late-20s understand the, the social media world so well. Everything's pushing in that direction and it's only going to get bigger. So yeah. to not put your stocks in early is really poor from the club, I, I think. Jack- I think it's really a shame. Jack was gonna be on this, but he's uh yeah he wasn't working from home, so he couldn't do it on his lunch. Yeah, unlike me, fortunately. Um, but yeah, he made a really really good point. I think he would like me to say this. And he was saying how um, so many young fans go home and away and spend hundreds of pounds, thousands of pounds a season, but they get very well they get ignored by the club a lot of the time. Yeah. It seems obviously we've got the new Brighton admins that are really great and they are so engaging online. Yeah, for the yeah, agreed. everyone absolutely loves it. That's a really really good love thing the admins, they've done. By yeah, the way. great. And also, I love the admins. Probably well, a, it was a great idea from you to for, to uh, engage with us because obviously you kind of had a big say in that. But um, when it comes to the actual running of the football club outside of social media, they seem to get ignored. And I don't think 
well, I'm not going to name names, but I don't think the club really take into consideration how much money some of these youngsters pump into it, which is why it's a massive... I mean, my bank account that. right now is screaming at me for the amount yeah, of money literally, I've spent on this which club. Is why I'm not even joking. Jack would have been the perfect candidate for it, and I'm just so surprised yeah. he didn't get enough votes out of all I the mean, people Jack's that love him. He's done, what, 200-odd games this season. Yeah. He's been to 50 Brighton-odd games. That includes women and under-23s games. He's more of a fan than I'll ever be, right? But he's obviously not given the consideration. I've been to something like 27 games, 28 games this season. I've done nine aways and every home apart from one. Mm. And, you know, think how much money that costs someone like us who don't get paid as much as them. So, yeah. you know, th- th- there's a big gap between that. And I, I just think that... The fact that we do get so ignored is frustrating, particularly when we, in some circumstances, especially in social world, know more. I mean, I, I'm not saying we know more than them in the in the higher end of media and, and production levels. Yeah, course, but yeah. if you're trying to engage with fans and, and get on the social side of things, your youngsters are the ones you want, aren't There's they? There's a whole really? new era of fans. And yes, they've, they might have been 10 years old when Brighton won the championship, but still, nonetheless, they've been sporting them since they can remember and since they can remember would be the championship days just because they weren't at the with Dean or at the Goldson yeah. doesn't mean that they, yeah and or, that's another stupid argument the, isn't it or in Gillingham doesn't mean that they yeah. can't be on this be represented on this board it's how old and they together are together BHA and shout out to those boys absolute legends mm. um, so they, I'll, we'll finish it on this because obviously we'll probably say some stuff that we probably shouldn't uh, no, but they said either. just the other day Seagull Social posted the exhaustive list of content creators and almost all re- representing millennials or Gen Z he says you're mm. telling me not a single one of those nominees got any votes, none of them. I just find it incredibly difficult to understand. And that is kind yeah. of and we've all got social way. platforms in our own rights, you know, we've all got numbers in our own rights. You know, Jack was a big face of he's a big face of Brighton home and away. Yeah. Uh, if you don't see Jack at away games, are you even at an away game? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just I just yeah, I don't understand it either. I think it's uh, it's a travesty as far as I'm concerned, especially you know, for you boys that both have platforms to not receive enough votes, I I find and I thought that was the benefit. That's what I said to the club. I was like, that was one of my, you have to fill in all these boxes. And I was like, because we run the City Seagull Social, I have great contacts and I'm lucky to have yeah. enough, I'm lucky to have a platform where I can engage with them and talk to them and ask them things that they want changing or that kind of thing. And that would have been really, really beneficial because otherwise imagine how is, I was going to say Dave from Moleskoom and making him up, imagine he's a candidate on the board. How is he going to know what Mike King, shout out to you on Twitter, how is he, he going to know what he wants <laughs> Because he, he doesn't no. go onto it. He doesn't speak to them all the time. So how, yeah, I don't know. How, how are they going to be heard? The younger no. fans won't be heard because none no, of the board I are really on it. I don't know. Well, well, maybe they are. And also, sorry, this might sound really bad, but I am so happy for the people that have been picked because it is it is an honour to be yeah, picked. Yeah, that's also part of the a club. So well done for also getting it. Shout out to you yeah, guys for getting it. I think people were saying, oh, well, you know, people were upset that certain people didn't get in, so you're trying to sort of cancel others. I don't think that was, you know, the case at all. Everyone's happy for each other, you know, we're, we're Brighton fans. Yeah. This is one thing I've really noticed, especially since yesterday, weirdly. Um, a lot of fans are using yesterday as a, as a way to, to one-up each other on who's the better fan. Oh, I'm a better fan than you because I went to more games, or I'm a better fan than you because I stuck by him when you didn't. And it's just like... For God's sake, we're all fans. We've, we've yeah. had different opinions over the year. People's opinions changed. My mind's changed. I, I One day I didn't like Sanchez. Next day I do like Sanchez. One day I don't like, I don't know, Webster. Next day you do like Webster. It's just different. And the guy next to me might not like Gross, and he likes Gross again. It's opinions. It's football. People change their opinions all the time. There's nothing wrong with having a different opinion. And, and I think yesterday was a bit like people were almost going through old tweets just to, for, the, for the sake of 
pointing out the fact that they they didn't agree with you then, so they can't agree with you now. And it's a bit like I'm a better fan than you because I went to that game and you didn't, and I went to the Goldstone and you didn't. And it's like it doesn't matter. Plus, the, the whole Amex fan argument is ridiculous as well because it's when people were born. You know, what what do you want us to do? Do you want us to be born before <laughs> so we could have attended the the Goldstone? It doesn't work that way. It's when we were when we were alive, and you know, if if you were back then saying oh you're only a Goldstone fan you you weren't there in the, in the 1800s it's just for god's sake you know when does it end so yeah you can't you can't have a go at the youngsters because of when they were born or because of who they've stuck by over the season or how many games they've attended when it costs ridiculous to go to if anything anyway. it's more expensive for these youngsters to follow Brighton than it was for the yeah. Goldstone era yeah. I think you got to spend six pound on a pint and a five pound on a pie and thirty quid on a ticket for a hundred pound train. It's just it's a lot of money to go to games. You know, it's it's not just cheap, and you can't just go to games anymore. You've got to spend a decent amount of your wages to go. And, and yeah, there's uh, no way which we. If, I hope people haven't interpreted this in the wrong way, but there's no way we're trying to set up a divide. We are again. I'll no, say it again. No, very happy for thing, people that have been know? picked, and I really, really, really hope that it works out and the the board is really beneficial for the club because. Yeah, it's got a lot of potential to be very beneficial for the club. So. Yeah, I hope that it's. I hope that it is that way, and I hope that it's not just a big PR stunt to be like, you know, because that was my first inkling when it came out. I was like, is this just going to be a big PR stunt? A couple stunt of my friends said to me be as the, well. the friends to be in there, and maybe it will be, and maybe they are just all friends of Barber and Co. But I, I hope it's not, and I hope it is for the good because. The, the the early signs are not promising, but I hope that they. Do. <laughs> it hasn't started off they well. Hope that they, and I no. do feel bad for the people that have been picked because. It's a really special moment for them and it's been, mm. well, maybe online, maybe they haven't seen it, but it's been dampened because of, what well, what pe- some people think. And obviously you mm. can't stop people thinking what they think, but yeah. No. Congrats to the people that got it. Um, we'll leave it on that. And uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about anything else, really. Yeah, I think we should do an end of the season thing when Maz is back. Yeah, or Maz is back. back. Depends that. on who's here because yeah. I understand Maz's schedule changes every two minutes. So <laughs> if Maz, yeah, if Maz we'll, isn't here, it'll be Jack. If, Jack is near be Maz, so we'll, we'll do, do an some awards, won't separately. we? Because uh, yeah. Jesse Jesse Beard, I really hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, he or she, because they're sorry <laughs> again, you could be a he or a she or whatever you want. I'd be called Jesse. It's <laughs> anyway, a really controversial. Yeah, I've really butchered this again. I'm hung up. Please ignore me. <laughs> well, but he said, "Next pod, can we?" Then, yeah. He or she said, "Next pod, can we have an end of season awards? Player of the season, goal of the season, performance of the season, save yeah. of the season, team performance of the season, surprise of the season, save of the season." My God, you think my memory's that good? I'm Yikes. just going to say Leeds. So every Sanchez save from Leeds, although the Man United yeah. one. Yeah, we got to actually yeah. look back and do them properly. But yeah, so thank you for that, that suggestion. We will do that. We were thinking of doing yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And we also, oh, we also another idea that I've got written down that someone said to us on Instagram. Sorry, I forgot who actually mentioned it. Um, season awards. Well, uh, they want us to do like a. Do you remember on Instagram last year during the summer I done like a sell keep loan uh, for all yeah. the players. Um, they kind of want us to do that on a podcast, so maybe we can do that as well as the. What did we do last stuff. summer? Did we cover the? Did we cover the Euros, didn't we? Yeah, we done like a, we ended up doing like a podcast every two weeks, so we'll end up yeah. doing that again. Yeah, uh, hopefully, I think we'll have a couple guests lined up as well. I know we keep saying it, but um, I think we've got a couple. I'm not going to. Yeah, we've got a few. Yeah. I I think the ones that we're supposed to get in have been postponed to see if we can get a project running, which we can't yeah. say yet because I don't know how far it's going to go because it's just it's such a pain in the bum to do. I've got to be honest with you. I, I it I'm could trying be a really really good summer. Hopefully, I've got I've got a meeting tomorrow at the Amex, so we're going to yeah. see how that goes. I can say that because that ain't a problem. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep you guys posted on the socials if it happens because yeah, I don't know. We'll it'll see. Be, yeah, it'll be class. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, nice. thank you, Ryan, for joining me. Um, of course, mate. Yeah, just just me and you. It seemed to work quite well. It's nice. We're like the Glenn Murray and Sam Bulldog of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, because um, I'm the little man. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that actually well. I didn't even clock that, but yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, thank you for everyone this season. What an absolute belt all you've had. Thank you so for much sure. for listening. Thank you so much for watching. To everyone that's subscribed, to everyone that's written reviews on Spotify and Apple, if you have done, thank you so much. Ryan, how happy are you with this season? Just to sign off. Mate, what a, what a year. What a year. Ups and downs galore, but what a year. Because the ups have been so good. It was so good. The away days have been class. Uh, first sort of year of everyone being back socialising after COVID yeah. and everything. Uh, you know, it's the, the first time I... Yeah, the Hyper Turk has its memories. Days out in London were unbelievable. Um, no, absolutely unbelievable. Um, mm. You know, we had a, we had a rough run, but it's outshadowed by the by the Neil Mope ninety eighth against Southampton and the times out in Arsenal the and the times out of oh. Palace and yeah, there's just too many good days out to to overshadow it. So yeah, what a season! Hopefully next season we have more dramatics because. I love it. I think it just, it, it, even if you draw the game, you know, Palace fans have said to us, you're the draw specialist and you can't celebrate draws. But, <laughs> mate, if we if we can draw like that next season again, then you're getting your money's worth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And getting more bruises. Very well for said. Sure. Uh, thank you so much for the memories. Like and subscribe, and we'll catch you in a bit. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.